Today on Rooted Daily, we look for Bible answers to define faith. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about true faith, the kind of faith that the Bible describes. You know, I like the story about the the trapeze artist who performs at Niagara Falls. And I've repeated it so many times, I'm sure I've mixed up some of the details, but it goes something like this. There's this uh, performer who's already proven his skill over and over again to the world, and he is going to take his act directly over the Niagara Falls, walking a wheelbarrow across a tiny wire strung hundreds of feet over the treacherous water. And all the headlines you know, talked about this great feat that he's about to perform, and a crowd flocks together to watch it happen. And the performer, before he, he goes out on a limb, he, he asks something like this, do you believe that I can walk along this tiny wire all the way to the other side of this treacherous drop? And the crowd, they hoot and holler, and they say, of course we believe you. Why wouldn't they? You know, they don't have any skin in the game. And so the artist, he pulls someone from the front row, He asks, do you really think I can do this? Do you think so? Yes, of course I do, the man replied. Good, I know I can, and I'm glad you believe I can do it too, the performer says to him. So why don't you jump in the wheelbarrow and we'll get going? Whoa, wait a minute, the guy must have gone. You know, that changes things, right? And this is such a good illustration of biblical faith. Biblical faith is not like closing your eyes and walking off a cliff hoping something will work out. Biblical faith is knowing that someone has the ability to achieve something that we can't hardly wrap our minds around and simply trusting them enough to ride in their wheelbarrow. And the place where uh, the metaphor fails a little bit is that the audience member there, he didn't have to cross Niagara Falls. There is no obligation for him to do this. He could have stepped away and, and said he was not going to do this. But for us, We don't have a choice. Our lives have to keep moving forward. We have to cross the falls whether we like it or not. And we can choose to walk that tightrope on our own or in the wheelbarrow of God who knows what he's doing. I know what my answer is. Even professing Christians, though, struggle with this biblical concept of faith because the world has such a different definition for what faith is. You know, Carl Sagan famously said, faith is believing something in the absence of evidence. And that's what the world says. The world says that faith is that point of desperation where you're just falling and you're, you're waving your arms around looking for something, anything to latch on to. And sometimes that hand that we find is God and he pulls us up in those times of trouble and we call that relationship faith. And that can be a beginning to faith, absolutely. You know, many people recognize their need for God most when they're in those times of crises, and God is the one who helps them through the troubles. But that is not the only way to come close to God, and it has a tendency of creating a shallow understanding of what faith is. You know, the writer of Hebrews gave us a comprehensive view of what faith looks like in his 11th chapter, and it is very different from the worldly misconception of it. And I love this because Hebrews chapter 11, it needs no commentary. He lays out a a Bible definition plainly and simply. So let's just read through it. 
He writes, faith is confidence in what we hope for, an assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, in verse 6, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So first, the writer says, Faith results in knowledge, not guesswork. Uh, We can know things about our universe because of what God has told us. It's not guessing. And then in verse 7, it says, By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. And by his faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. So first, the writer of Hebrews tells us faith is based on knowledge. It's not blind guessing. And second, when we have that knowledge, it should result in dramatic action. People like Abraham and Noah and Sarah, they acted boldly based on the promises of God. They believed that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. In other words, faith cannot be a one-way street. There, There are times, especially when we're in crisis, when we're grasping for help. And God shows up and we get the impression that's all God wants from us, to just reach out for help. But he also wants us to grow so that we can be the one helping others and laboring in his kingdom. He doesn't want us to stagnate. Faith is about growing in our spiritual maturity so that we are the ones boldly doing the work God has called us to. You know, verse 6 means believing that God rewards those who seek him, which means Faith requires some seeking, right? Faith requires action. The writer of Hebrews continues in verse 13. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had the opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So finally, a writer of Hebrews is telling us, after the knowledge and after the action that are required, the writer says that perseverance is necessary to have biblical faith. These men and women They remained faithful to their deaths, and they're counted as as incredible great heroes in the Bible. And their faith, it persevered all obstacles. They didn't always receive the things that they were promised immediately. They were abused and mistreated foreigners in the world. They longed for something better, yet they never abandoned their faith. Now, we see that some of them did waver. They had moments of doubt, but in the end, 
Their faith is what guided them. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God. You know, I can't think of any greater accomplishment than that. That God has a city prepared for those who remain faithful unto death. And the writer illustrates this shall be with a, a hall of fame of sorts for faithful servants, a history of God's people. He writes in verse 17, By faith Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, and so, in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he learned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses... Parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who was invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the application of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. And by faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. You know, what a list of people that the writer of Hebrews puts here. And their tremendous lives of faith are such an example to us. You know, throughout history... God has always honored those who honored him. But Christians, we can have something even better. Revelation 20.15 tells us that God will write our names in his book of life, the book that will be open on the judgment day that records those who will receive what is promised, this greater covenant that Christ came to offer. Biblical faith, it's not about blindly reaching in the dark, looking for help anywhere you can find it. It is about turning to the one we can trust will provide even when we don't understand how or why we need help. That kind of faith requires knowledge and action and perseverance. You don't want to rock the wheelbarrow and fall into the falls. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening for this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.